And we're back. Welcome to the Do We Think podcast, a podcast amongst friends where we talk about this week's celebrity gossip, blind items, speculations, what have you. I'm here with Emily. Hello, world. It is it is my bestie. Hello, our 10 listeners. <laughs> hey, guys. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Yep. We absolutely do. You let us live our dreams. <laughs> you, I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> Imagine. Maybe we're manifesting it. We're putting it out there. This is it. Yes. All right. There's so yeah. much I want to talk about this week that I just oh, have I'm to. So, I'm honestly at the edge of my bed. I'm in my bed. I'm at the edge of my bed. With the excitement over the itinerary that you have for us, because I feel like it was a juicy week, and I want your take on what happened. All right. Well, first of all, I wanted to say I'm very sorry that there was a two-minute pause in last week's episode. (laughs) There was so much editing that I had to do, and then I think at the end, I think what happened was, was there a part in the podcast where I said... Right, updated about the Elon Hadid situation or no? Yes. There was? Okay. So I don't know what the two-minute pause was then. I don't know, because I thought maybe I forgot to put that in. Wait, but regardless. Wait, I'm like breaking news? No. I recorded a separate segment updating about like the fucking Dutch slut part. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Okay, so what happened was I made space in the podcast to insert that, yeah. and then I don't think I inserted it. Is what happened. Damn. So, um, let's quickly give an update about the Hadid situation of it all. Um, so a source, so obviously you guys know what, if you listen to this podcast, odds are you know what's been going on. Basically, since we last talked, we are completely, we believe Yolanda, he pled no contest for, um, Four charges of harassment, and um, and now he's on probation for a year, basically. And um, he like was went crazy on her, pushed her up against a uh, dresser, called her a fucking Dutch slut, um, told Gigi to strap on some fucking balls and like side with her partner. So all like very toxic stuff. And even though we don't love Yolanda. No one deserves to be treated like that. 100%. And I do feel like after last week's episode too, like I learned a lot more about Zane and his past and like this violent streak that he has and kind of like this anger that yes. he does have that it makes it makes this make a little bit more sense. Like I could see she's coming into the apartment. He's getting irritated. He loses his temper. Yeah. crosses the line um, for sure. Like, she definitely shouldn't show up uninvited somewhere, but, like, still, violence is never the answer. Never. You never put your hands on somebody. Unless it's oh. your pet. Yes. And you give, well, them, give them pets. All right. So. <laughs> the pets, not beat them up. <laughs> no, I felt like I had to clarify when you said that. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> the only oh person you should ever lay hands on Did is you your pet. you need to cut that? No. Guys, okay. I would never hit my dog. I only give her the most loving, sweet. I kiss her all day. 
I would never strike her. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh my god. I give Dexter a little smack on the bum if he's being naughty. Smack. Well, sometimes I give her a little a little smack on her little tushy just because it's cute. A little... Alright, so the source is speaking <laughs> out. <laughs> the source is speaking out about the drama between Zayn and Yolanda. Um, so obviously she claimed he struck her and, you know, da, 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 we know the whole thing. Yolanda is very upset with Zayn, but Gigi has made it clear that her daughter needs her dad, a source said to people. Gigi will do everything she can to make sure they co-parent in a civil way. Yolanda is, of course, very protective of Gigi. She wants the best for her daughter and grandchild. She has had some issues with Zayn. He has a complicated personality, and she thinks he should treat Gigi better. It's been a hard time for Gigi. It's been hard at times for Gigi to live with him. Meanwhile, a friend of Zayn says... Yolanda came over uninvited while Gigi was away for work and Zane was taking care of Kai. This led to an argument. And as I said before, Zane en- entered a plea after he was charged. So I think that Gigi will definitely try to like make sure he's in her daughter's life. Me too. I agree. And I think that that's like, the right thing to do. Um, obviously, like I hope that Zane's mental health can be sorted out. Um, but he should definitely be part of her life. I just don't know if I would trust him to, ha- like, have her alone is the only thing. To have Kai alone? Yeah. Well, I don't feel like – I mean, we don't know if, like, Kai's safety was ever at question. Like, what we do know is that, like, he was feeling protective. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, it could have come from this place of I have to protect my child – well, I have this blind item from earlier this month. Okay, spill it. Because I would hate to think that, like, ugh, that he could, you know, like, the- well, I just don't think she, I just don't think he, she's safe because I feel like he's under the influence of things. Yes, very, very valid. So it says the dealer of this for this foreign born former A plus list boy bender was busted for dealing. The boy bander had no backup dealer and was crazy dope sick and calling everyone he knew to get some heroin. That is how bad off he is now. He does have a new dealer now, but you never Ooh. know with new dealers. Our singer could be dead very soon. <gasps> Do you remember when I said last week, I was like, I worry for him. Like, I worry yeah. he's going to, like, push him over the edge. Oh, I mean, heroin is mm-hmm. that's some intense shit right there. I know. Um, I just, I really just like wish the best for them and his health and their child. Totally. Um, next story we have Britney Spears calls out her mom, Lynn, and accuses her of coming up with conservatorship in the first place. She is calling out her mom. She is claiming that it was her mom who came up with the idea of the conservatorship in her new Instagram post. Um, She said, the moment I smile and I realize I haven't in a very long time, my mom gets so concerned and says, you're acting weird. What's wrong with you? I say, hi, my name is Britney Spears. Nice to finally meet you. Before I go any further, forgive me in advance. It's been 13 years and I'm a little rusty. It was a family business before. It's no longer that anymore. I was born today because I get to smile. This was when Jamie was taken off the conservatorship. So that's why she's saying that. So thank you for exiting out of my life and finally allowing me to live mine. P.S. Do I know how mean I sound? Yes. 
I 100 billion percent, I do. (laughs) Doesn't even sound mean. I know. She then added that her dad may have started the conservatorship, but people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call her and Lou Taylor, her previous manager, on it. So take your whole I have no idea idea, no idea what's going on attitude and go fuck yourself. You know exactly what you did. My dad is not smart enough to ever think of a conservatorship. But tonight I will smile knowing I have a new life ahead of me. What do you think of that, Emily? Well, very happy that Brittany is free from this conservatorship with her dad. Yes. Um, was very toxic. In terms of her mom, like, I don't really, like, I, who know, who knows? I don't really know. I could see that being the case. I could see the parents, like, feeling the same way about this. But I know they were divorced, so I don't know. But it's all, like, makes a lot of sense. When we were watching the documentary and they were talking about when her mom put out, like, a book. Yes. Always felt like that was very sus. <laughs> so I feel like she does have this greedy streak in her that Agreed. makes it believable to me. I agree with that. I think I really hope that Brittany doesn't just like, okay, on the one hand, like I'd love for her to just like go live her life out of the radar for the rest of her life and just like live it. But then I also like want her to like come forward and like really like make people pay for what they did to her. Well, I know that, like, and I don't know if they said this on the toast. I don't know where I heard this. It might have been the toast when they were talking about, I think it was the toast yesterday, when they were saying how they're trying to, like, put out a movie, but, like, a movie about her life, and that Margot Robbie wants to, like, play Britney, but Britney Spears keeps turning down all the scripts and the stories because they're not accurate enough, and Uh they were seeing how they wish that, like, she would just write, like, this epic like would just co-produce like this epic britney biopic and like margot robbie would play her and it would be like epic that's and true i would love to see that like if they're gonna do a movie about britney and we know they will britney needs to be involved i want I, I want to hear the stories i know me too i mean just the pop star of our generation and like i know they always said she's the princess of pop and like madonna is the queen of pop madonna 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 like what the fuck? Her ego is I know. out of control. And I don't know. I've got beef with Madonna. <laughs> I know. Me too. Like, and then TikTok, I'm always getting her ad for her show. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Next thing I want to talk about is the Rust Armorer is doubling down on set sabotage claims as an attorney insists that she inspected guns and locked them up. The Rust Armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, is defending her work on the film after the fatal shooting occurred on set October 21st, insisting she does not know how live round made its way into the prop gun Alec Baldwin used when he accidentally shot and killed Helena Hutchins. Um, she said through her attorney in a statement that she did not think the live bullets would end up on the set in a million years and she does not know how they got there. She would like to add a few points to the continuing narrative on the tragic events surrounding the shooting. Um, She did firearm training for the actors as well as Mr. Baldwin. She fought for more training days and she regularly emphasized to never point a firearm at a person. Um, Who put those 
Um, so it said, never in a million years did Hannah think that live rounds could enter the dummy round box. Who put those in there and why is a central question. The statement came not long after he and Gutierrez Reed's other attorney told the Today Show that they were exploring the possibility that someone intentionally sabotaged the set and that they think a disgruntled employee could have placed live bullets in a box of dummy rounds before Baldwin unintentionally shot and killed Hutchins. Um, and they have proof that there was angry employees. They have proof that like people were pissed. Yeah, they do. So they're so, but I mean, like not pissed because like of the safety. Like they have reason to believe that somebody would sabotage that set, which is crazy. Like it's crazy. It sounds like out of a movie. Like that sounds like not like not real. I feel like it's kind of a reach because okay, like I think. So we obviously all know, like, it's common knowledge that there were people who walked off of set because they were afraid of, like, safety stuff. Yeah. So, like, are they saying, like, oh, these people that walked off, like, they Like, I don't know. I don't buy it yet. Yeah. So I'm like, it must be, like, somebody else. Like, maybe there was somebody in the past, like, somebody associated with this movie before all this happened that would be that upset. But I don't know. I, I, just, I don't see it. I was talking to somebody who like has like, worked in the industry with guns and they were saying uh-huh. that, like it was protocol that what was with the type of gun that Alec was using that they would take the gun out like take the gun out open it up because you can easily open it up and see the bullets in there open it up have you look at it the actor and go it's it's a cold gun and then give it to the actor and the actor does the same thing they take the gun they put open the bullets they look at it and they confirm with you it's a cold gun yeah and they were like really weird that like they didn't do that yes i read that too he just didn't open it up and was like check like it takes two seconds to check that gun to see if it's loaded that they should have like this verbal like look me in the eye look at the weapon like still doesn't make any sense like it's still just very frustrating it just yeah and if it was sabotage sabotage but still they should have checked the guns thoroughly. They should have looked at one another. They should have opened it up. They yes. should have made sure nothing was in there, and they didn't. Bottom line. So a Russ crew member previously claimed that there were red flags on the set about safety after guns were left unattended on a prop table. Um, I guess, whatever. She said that there were untruths being told to the media. Why don't they just say lies? What the fuck is an untruth? Like, calm down. It just sounds more eloquent than saying there were lies told to the media. I don't know. I guess. And that she was devastated and completely beside herself over the events that have transpired. Um, I mean, she told deputies that she had checked the rounds inside the firearm used the day of the shooting to make sure the gun was loaded with dummies, not real bullets, and that she locked up the guns in a safe on the prop truck, um, according to the search warrant affidavit. Um, The Santa Fe County Sheriff refuted her claims about live bullets Telling the today, telling today that the armorer statement was obviously not correct. Yeah, clear, clearly, obviously she didn't because there was a live, a live round. So, I just at this point don't know who to believe. What did you what? think about? Well, I don't know who to believe. Like I don't know, like, like I don't know what to believe is what I meant. This is like nobody clearly checked the gun. Yeah, nobody checked the gun. That doesn't just, like, happen. Like, Chris was saying how, like, he he was like, I feel like somebody, like, might have brought ammunition and they were doing, like, just shooting practice, like, out there to, like, just practice shooting. He's like, I don't know, like, they're in the desert. And then, like, somehow it got mixed in with everything. And I was like, I mean, maybe. Maybe? (laughs) But why would they be doing that? 
I know. What did you think about, I didn't watch the video of Alec Baldwin talking to the paparazzi, did you? No, I didn't. I just heard it was a mess. I don't even, like, want to know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, he can't say anything. There's nothing else to say. Like, there was a mistake on set. Like, you made a mistake. You made a mistake. And it cost somebody their life. Life. So. Yeah. I think it's best for him to keep quiet. (laughs) I know. Until things are a little bit more sorted. Um, Some very exciting news. Cynthia Arrivo and, or is it Arrivo? I think the second way you said it. Arrivo? I think. Symphony Arrivo, Cynthia Arrivo, and Ariana Grande are going to star in the Wicked film adaptation, which I am so excited about. Yeah, that's going to be good. They are set to star in the film adaptation of the Tony Award-winning Broadway musical as Glinda and Alphaba. Um... And uh, everyone is just so excited. I'm so excited. Um, They are being so cute on social media. Ariana Grande in 2011 tweeted how she really wanted to play Glinda. It was like her dream role. And now it has happened, which is so exciting. Did you hear the rumor that like on TikTok that Dove Cameron was like up for the role too? Like she really wanted the role and like didn't get it? Yes. Like, imagine, like, that's your competition is Ariana Grande. (laughs) I think she was in the final running, though. Yeah, but still, imagine you're up against Ariana Grande. (laughs) I know. Um, Trying to think what else. Um, I wasn't sure if Ariana could play Alphaba or Glinda because, like, she – when they had the 15-year anniversary of Very Wicked Halloween last year or two years ago when she performed The Wizard and I, and that's an Alphaba song. So I was, like, not sure which, like, I always wanted her to be involved in this project, but I wasn't sure who she should play. But I think since she, like, Kristen Chenoweth is, like, such an idol of hers, like, I think it's it just makes, like, perfect sense. And I think that was always, like, her dream role. And that, like, one interview she said, like, years ago, she was like, that's her dream. But then I also heard her say that Alphabet was a dream role once, so. Well, then I guess just Wicked was a dream. Yes. Um, so I'm so excited about that. And then somebody on TikTok also was like, do you remember that song when she did the popular? Yeah, the Pika. It's just, like, funny that, like, she did that and now she's doing it for real. I cannot wait. Terrible, like, remix that they did, though. No offense to anybody, but, like. I loved it at the time, but now I'm, like, no. It's, like, when you listen to it, it's, like, puppets. I'm, like, I feel like puppets should be dancing. It it should have been tacked onto her debut album. It should have just been a single because it didn't match any of the rest of the album. I just picture little, you know, little doll, little puppets on strings. Popular. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the little arms flinging everywhere. Also, um, to tack on to the Rust news, Dwayne Johnson um, has stated that he will no longer use real firearms in any of his productions. Um, He's going to use rubber guns and that they will, no matter what it costs, um, add the effects to make it look real in post-production, which I stand that decision. Me too. I think it's good. But, like, I do, but at the same time, part of me is like, what? Like, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, I feel like I like I understand why like having a live gun like really helps the cinematography of like what you're watching. Like, I get it. I'm almost bummed that like 
safety precautions just aren't held to a higher standard that you can just use something with a blank in it and it work. Like, I know. It like there's that much, like now, now that we're aware there's so much risk, which like, there's obviously risk, but like, I would never think a live bullet would be in a, in, in a prop gun. It just seems so bizarre. Like they've been shooting movies with guns for years and years and years. Like, I don't know. I know what you mean. Um, a little beauty guru news. Because then when you think like oh, of the other oh. – I'm sorry. I just have one more thought. <laughs> like, when you think of the other people who died on set because of a gun, um, like Bruce Lee's son, yeah. that was an instance where like it was blanks, but there was something in the um, like in the gun, like something stuck in there. It wasn't a bullet. It was like debris of some sort, and that's what killed him. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like interesting. Like we have like, a couple examples. I don't know. It just yeah. feels like – there should be a way and there's not anyway like how do how can they not like create a fake gun that like makes a shooting thing and moves but like you don't need anything in it like can't we totally can't we do that anyway with our beauty news give it to me sister all right tati westbrook is shutting down her beauty line the youtuber and makeup artist announced that tati beauty will be closing its doors in a video on thursday citing the COVID-19 pandemic and an ongoing lawsuit involving her supplement brand. You're no longer selling products online. And I say that with a heavy heart. She said COVID hit and that definitely slowed things down. It slowed the whole world down. And then you guys are aware of the outside litigation that has impacted my life in full. So that kind of T-boned everything. Um, So if you guys don't know about like the lawsuit thing last year, um, her Halo Beauty business partner, Clark Swanson, filed a lawsuit against her, um, alleging fraud, negligence, and breach of um, fiduciary duty. She said the uh, claims were meritless um, and offensive and defies common sense. Um, she, even I remember in June, she said in a YouTube video that she sold her house to financially support the legal battle, which is still ongoing. And um, yeah, so Tati Beauty, RIP. I never bought anything from Tati Beauty, but obviously this lawsuit is not going well if she had to sell her house and now she's shutting down her beauty line. Like clearly something not good is happening. Like, isn't it? I feel like scandal surrounds this woman and I just wonder if like she's always defending herself and we're quick to be like James Charles like he's the wrong person or like or Jeffree Star or Jeffree Star but you know what maybe she is the problem because like how do you have this many people have issues with you in the industry seems like a lot it's true and again I don't like James Charles I don't like Jeffree Star so no same (laughs) so what I mean I don't know yeah I was just weirded out by them, so I don't like them. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Um, we have to talk about the eight people whose lives were lost and the hundreds of people that were injured at Travis Scott's Astroworld concert and a mass casualty incident. Um, Multiple multiple people died. Eight people died, and over three hundred people were injured after an incident. So basically, I guess like the crowd started to like surge forward during his set, and then there was panic in the crowd, um, and people were trying to escape to safety. 
and he even stopped the show several times to ask security to help fans. And then at 9.38 p.m., the mass casualty incident was triggered. So the crowd began to compress toward the front of the stage, and that caused some panic and started causing some injuries. Um, People were, like, passing out, and then there was – 17 people transported to the hospital and 11 of them were in cardiac arrest. So basically people were thinking that there was like in that area, like somebody had like drugs that were spiked that got like passed around to people, which is like incredibly scary. And um, then people who were there were saying that like the rush of people just became tighter and tighter and you couldn't like breathe. So the festival organizers, as well as Travis himself, have all released statements saying that their heart is with hearts are with the people that got hurt or injured and their families and that they're cooperating with investigations as to what happened. But just like, what a heartbreaking thing to happen at something that's supposed to be so fun. I mean, so scary. And like, drugs are not what they used to be. Like, not that I'm <laughs> You like, can't just get some good fashion heroin anymore. Well, no, what I'm just saying is like, I feel, and it's not like I, you know, was ever into hard drugs but like from like stories i heard and like just people like people i know who did drugs years and years ago like right in the 70s 80s like everything is so laced now like the risk of taking a drug at a public event is so high i know the risk of taking a drug from a stranger like the risk of just buying a drug like a manufactured drug is so risky. I, I don't even understand why someone would want to do it. Like, it's a life or death thing. Like, you don't know what could be in this shit. Like, like if you're, unless you're literally know. getting it from, like, a dispensary or, like, a doctor, like, 100%. you literally have no idea. But I'm saying, like, like I'm saying, like, other stuff that, like, you would not get from a doctor. No, I'm saying unless you get it from either of those places, like, you just have no idea what's in it. Yeah, like, there's, but I'm, I'm saying, like, you're not going to get cocaine from anyone. Like, you're, like, there's no, like, it's just, like, the risk is so high. And it, I don't know, like, what we can do to, like, educate people about it. Like, I just feel like the drug, like, epidemic is so horrible in this country. And I just feel like it's never talked about. And, like, I hope that this brings some sort of awareness. What's sad about it, though, is, like, the news coverage hasn't been that strong around this story. Also, like... I don't know if you've seen the video of the girl who like literally climbs on stage and is like begging, like screaming, is saying to them, somebody is dead. Somebody is dead. Like, help us. And they're like, don't do anything. And really? they don't, don't believe her. The concert just still goes on. Like, she's trying to stop the music. Like, you know, Travis Scott still performs. Like, everything's fine. You got Kylie Jenner, like, Instagram storying. Like, the like it's just like, have some self-awareness for what's going on. Like, honestly, like... I find it really offensive that he kept performing. I think well, it's Well, I guess crazy. apparently he tried to stop the show. There's like this video of him when he's above the crowd doing the stupid ass robot dance and like literally the chaos is below him. Really? Like if you are you can stop a you are the star of the show. You're telling me you can't stop it? Just yeah. stop singing. Shut your mouth. Like I think it's so offensive and so upsetting and like it may like unless there's like some plausible explanation like explanation for it like I don't have respect for him like you should have stopped playing period yeah yeah Stop like I wonder, I wonder is there like any possible way that he wasn't aware like I just I, that's the only thing I can think of 
I don't know, but from the stories of people like that were there. But you would think security in the back would have like a line of contact with security in the front and they would like go backstage and tell them to stop the show. Right. And like just from the stories that people are telling who were there, it just sounds like it wasn't taken seriously at the expense of people's lives. Like it sounds like people were trying to get people's attention and they weren't yeah. heard. And the more these stories come out, it's so heartbreaking. things can happen at concerts so easily like I think of like when we were at that 1975 concert and that girl passed out yeah it's like when you're like on the floor and it's so packed like stuff like that can happen so easily it's very when when you're in yeah in like you're the anticipation for the show to start and it gets really hot yeah people are really close to you like I feel like there is a lot of panic and then when you throw drugs into the mix forget it forget about it I know (sighs) Anyway, sorry, I kind of of went off, but it's just okay. I just, it's just, I feel like that's just the worst thing you can do is continue performing once people are dying. I don't know. Bummed me out. Because I really like Travis Scott, and I didn't want to hear that news. I know. But I also, like, feel, like... I feel bad at the end of the day. Like, obviously, what happened isn't his fault. And, like, yeah, yes, he should have like, stopped performing. But, like, this definitely must be, like, weighing heavily on him, I'm sure. I hope so. Like, I hope so. Like, some people were, like, who were there just felt like it felt, like, casual. Like, there wasn't enough people caring. Like, maybe as a society, we're becoming more and more numb to death. <laughs> That's too true. Deep. But no. I just feel like, are we just, between, like, mass shootings and, uns- and you know, kids are afraid to go to school, we've got a pandemic that people don't give sh- a shit about, like, I just feel like we're becoming, this is too normalized, and this shouldn't be normalized. I agree. I totally agree. Um, Not to, like, brush that off, but I feel like I just have nothing to add other than I agree. Um... It seems like I have one breaking news that I just read. It's not funny, what? but I was like, holy shit. That I just got it was that the security guard was pricked with a needle at the Astro World show. What the hell? And then yeah, like there's all like people are saying like video shows Travis Scott ignoring fans, please to stop the show. Anyway. I Oof. recommend you guys just look into that because it's pretty wild. Anyway, next story. <laughs> next story. My last, like, big story, and then I just have, like, some quick little things. Um, So, I don't know what the hell is going on, but whether it's fake or real, whatever, things appear to be heating up between Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. They went on two dates this past week. They went out to dinner in Staten Island on Tuesday, and apparently they had an affectionate date night in the Big Apple. Those sources previously said that she's not looking to date anyone right now. Um, obviously she met him in SNL last week, not last week, last month. And then they went out for dinner Tuesday night. And then, um, they like a source said there was lots of affection, whatever. And then they also went out Wednesday night to a club and, um, and I don't know. I just like, I don't know what to think. Like, I think if anything, I want, um, if anything, like I want Kim to like, just have some fun, like have, you know, a cute, like maybe he can just be like a part of the plot line that just moves her from like A to the next, to the next plot point in her life. 
I don't want her to like be with Pete forever or anything, but I think this might just be like something fun after something so serious. We also know that Pete can get way too serious way too fast. So I don't want her to get like sucked into that either. Well, I don't know if you listened to the episode of the toast, but Claudia was there when Pete and Kim like went to this restaurant. It's like no, Margo was there. No, Claudia was there too. They both were there. Oh, okay. And Claudia and Claudia was saying, and she like didn't want to say it, but she was like, I'm and she's like, and I know like apparently Pete Davidson doesn't do PR stuff, but she was like, I got PR vibes. Mm-hmm. And and they were like, apparently like Pete doesn't do like fake relationships, doesn't do stuff like that. But she got a vibe. And like I was thinking about it, like it is for like if you're thinking PR wise, like it is like really good for both of them because totally. like everyone loves Kim and we're all like excited for her to like be out just like having fun. Like we're not out here like she needs to find love or like have fun. Yeah. And then Pete, like everyone like just we all love Pete Davidson and like we're like, yeah, Pete, like you also have fun. And I feel like it's just I mean, if you put Pete Davidson with like the top, like the A-list, A-list of like all that's a huge deal so like if that's the case and that's the case I don't think though like Kim Kardashian doesn't need PR like she doesn't need PR like she's fine like she doesn't need a fake relationship at this point I know life like Pete though I don't know I don't think he did really does either so no that was like she was saying she got a vibe yeah okay I could see and also like we don't know and they were so they also were filming the show while they were on the stage so interesting also when they were in Staten Island. So I think that this is going to be something on the show. Whether Woo! it's like a silly, goofy, like we're on a date and it was planned. It might be planned for the show. It Maybe. was probably like a, the producers are probably like, let's like set Kim and Pete up for a fun, like New York, like weekend week of fun, you know? Maybe. We can do that. And Kim was probably like, oh man, that's a great idea for the show. People are going to love to watch that. And Pete Davidson probably like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, that'll be great. And Pete's probably getting paid money to do it. I mean- it all makes sense. And think of all the people that would watch that show knowing that it's when Kim and Pete went on their date. It's so prime true. TV. Sign me up. This is not for the long haul, but this is entertainment that we all need in our lives. I just think I have – I love Pete, but I also would never date Pete. <laughs> like like that, would, like that opportunity would present myself to me. But like, <laughs> sorry, Pete. Don't, don't talk to me. I won't date you. <laughs> Um, no, I would date like, Davidson with his borderline personality disorder. You really would, yes. If he takes medication and takes care of himself, what? I don't think he should be. A, why? You can manage that. He can't be alone forever. It is like one of the hardest mental illnesses to like manage. But if you love somebody, you can work through that. Like if you truly love somebody, then that at the end of the day, I like, agree. I agree. But, like, I think he, like, is the kind of person that, like, if, like, a fight gets too hard, like, he'll, like, threaten to kill himself. And, like, I think he gets, like, really intense. And, like, I've just read so many blind items that, like, he gets, like, really, really intense in these relationships. And then, like, people get, like, scared off and get because he gets, like, crazy. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt. Can't, can't, can't knock it till you try it. There has to be a reason Ariana Grande dipped. Yeah, probably because she was young. Life is short. They're young. They have so much fame. Are you kidding me? There's a million reasons why she could dip. That doesn't have to be the the, the reason. I'm sure it was the reason, but I'm just saying I don't think it has to be the reason. 
I think I think as long as he's taking care of himself, that's one thing. But I know like even like with his relationship with like Phoebe, whatever her name was, there was a blind item saying that like she got scared off. Listen, I'm a Pete Davidson stan, as the kids say. Maybe they don't say that, but we I'm do. saying it. Um, so you know. It is what it is. <laughs> remember when he was starting to kill himself at SNL? Yes, I do remember that. He had an episode and um, MJ, M- Machine Gun Kelly like flew to New York to be there for him. Yeah. yeah. It's it's life, girl. It's life. But, you know, true love conquers all. As Justin Bobby said on the hills. <laughs> um... What else do we have to talk about? Real quick, let's talk about the end of the Real Housewives four-part reunion. I think Erica really held her own. I don't really have that much more to say. Because it was, so, it was like, to me, that last part was extremely repetitive. Yeah. I kept pausing and being like, did I already watch this? Like, I kept being confused, thinking I already watched the episode. Interesting. Because I, like the, the first half, I was like, I feel like this is just repeat, repeat, repeat. But it was good, right, though. Right, 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 right. <laughs> my, my voice got really fucking weird at that last repeat. Like, <laughs> I just got really repetitive, but it was good. Like, I was entertained. I liked it. Yeah, I agree. All right, quick. This is the quick round of news. Where are my Twitter likes? I need to look at them. All right. The quick news that I need to tell you. Um, Ed Sheeran has revealed that there's going to be a remix of one of the songs on his new album. Um, the song is called The Joker and the Queen. Um, people are thinking it's going to be Taylor Swift. I would love that so much. Um, something I okay, I'm in the middle of watching this show with my parents, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, I want to see that. It's good. Um, it, it becomes the first TV show of 2021 to hold a perfect score of 100% on Rotten Tomatoes with Whoa. 70 plus 70 plus critic ratings, and it still has 100%. Uh, it's because Steve Martin's in it, and Steve Martin is he's the best. And that other guy, what is his name? Um, Mar- Martin Short. Martin Shore. Is it yes. short or sure? Short. short. Yeah, it's short. It's short. Do we care about Wendy Williams on this podcast? Um, no. Okay. Actually, what, what it's, what's going on? It's a blind item. Oh, forget it. All right. Forget it about it, she says. Is it good? It's about, like, her health. Uh, that's sad, but skip. Basically, just the gist <laughs> of it is that, like, her, like, plastic surgeries have, like, negatively affected her health, and she, like, doesn't want to, like, do the right things to get better, and she's blaming other things in the public than what's really the problem. Yeah, I think she's pretty problematic. LA Weekly has reported that Doja Cat will be releasing a music video for her Planet Her track, Get Into It, Yeah. Mm. If you got a job, get into it, yeah. I hated that. I really yes. hated that. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about that. <sighs> oh my god. But I'm excited about that. Um, there, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Grammys. I was reading an article and I just like thought their um, points were interesting. What they think are like near locks for album of the year are Montero. Because think about it. So Lil Nas X, like even his 
old EP was like nominated like last time. So like if his EP was nominated, his album like surely will. I like to literally do not get the hype. I do not get it. Um, Planet Her, Doja Cat, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, then Strong Contenders being Evermore. But what was interesting was I was reading about people were saying, um, so hold on. I guess like something happened with the Grammys that like, um, hold on. There was, like, secret nomination review committees last year, and so now they disbanded the secret committees and banned the inclusion of sales figures and chart positions mm. for the four-year consideration advertisements. Um, it's like, I don't really know how that affects it exactly, but they were saying that um, Evermore did really well, just like Folklore did. But if committees were still a thing, it likely wouldn't be nominated to prevent the possibility of her winning again so soon. Like it happened with Fearless was album of the year winner. And then the 2010 follow-up Speak Now was not nominated. And then 2014, 1989 album of the year. And then the next album was not nominated. So will that happen with Evermore? Hmm. I don't know. And then... No either. Um, people think maybe Good News by Megan Thee Stallion, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator, Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan, or Back of My Mind by her. And then just like middle of the road contenders could be Donda, but that's if Kanye submits his work because previously he hasn't because he hates the Grammys. Yeah. But I guess like, um... I guess, like, the Grammys are trying to, like, appeal to him to submit it. I don't really know how they're doing that. But, and then they're saying uh, the Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga album, Love for Sale, um, maybe Justice by Justin Bieber, Positions, uh, Starcross by Casey Musgraves, and then Long Shots, they put Solar Power by Lord, which I do not think should be nominated. I hate that album. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus, Bad Bunny's album, and Pop Smoke's album. So to be nominated for a Grammy, you have to submit it. Correct. So I mean, do you like if you're an artist who wins, you kind of, like how many people submit? Like a thousands. Yeah. Then they basically have all their submissions, and then they make their decision. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if you're, like, somebody like, like, the Drake, for example, and, like, you submit your album and, like, Kanye doesn't. And, like, you and the Grammy, are you always kind of in, like, kind of, like, oh, well, if, like, these other albums submitted, I maybe I would have not lost. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of wish it was all music. I wish it was just, like, here's, like, the decision for all music of the year. <laughs> and you can, like, either accept your award or not. I mean, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I want to know. <laughs> Post Malone and The Weeknd just released a new album, a new album, a new song together last night. What is it called? Oh, One Right Now. And I actually like it. I think it will do well on the radio. I have not listened. Um, 
there's a new song that Charlie XCX has and I'm excited and I want to listen to it. I also, did you like Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker as Edward Scissorhands? I mean, yeah, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute too. Yeah, I think they pulled it off pretty well. Um, I know Ariana Grande was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon the other night. I have to watch that. Um, <clears throat> the news. So remember how when Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion? Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <clears throat> so Tory Lanez was unable to reach a plea deal in the felony assault case in which he allegedly shot Megan Thee Stallion. According to Rolling Stone, the rapper will appear in a live testimony on December 14th to tell his version of what happened. If convicted, he faces up to 22 years in prison. Whoa. Also, another winner from Halloween, I have to say, was when Doja Cat dressed up as Cynthia from Rugrats. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was pretty insane. That was such a win. I really want to listen to Summer Walker's album, Still Over It. I love a good R&B album. Mm. I want to listen to that, too. That sounds good. Yes. It is pacing to debut at number one with 185 to 210K units. Wow. And that's all the tea I have for tonight. I feel like this wasn't the best episode you've ever done, but it wasn't the worst either. I think it was great. You do? Yeah. Thank you. Maybe it's just because I was having an off night. Maybe. Did you, this is just like a little bonus. I don't know all the details though, but I am very intrigued and I want to listen to that Kanye interview where he was like still cause, calls Kim his wife and wants to get back together with her. I just think like boohoo, Kanye, you realized too late what a good thing you had. Yeah. I mean, for like the kids, you'd love for them to be together, but like, I don't know. I just feel like she put, he put her through too much. Yeah. I, I like Kim right now. I'm like a big Kim fan. She's really having a moment and, you know, and she deserves it. it. There's just like this girl power thing happening and I love it. Like, I just feel like she is a good role model. Like, she really freaking kills it. So She does. I'm a Kim. I'm a Kim fan. She's a Kim fan, everybody. It's true. I'm a Kim fan. Can't deny it. Me too. I am going to go to bed literally right after this because I have work early in the morning tomorrow. Not early in the morning at 1045. <laughs> early enough for me. That's really late. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was at home, I wouldn't be waking up until like 11 usually. That's pretty nice. My body, that's impossible. My body physically cannot do that. Actually, no, I usually get up around 9. My body always gets up at like 6 30 like this morning um, I really tried to sleep in but then Chris and I fell asleep forgot to put Kiva in her crate and I was awoken by little licks and I was like this bitch but she's really cute in the morning she's not a big snuggler at night so sorry I'm really obsessed with my dog um but now we're doing this thing in the morning where like I'll either open the crate so she can come in the bed or she will walk up to me and like sleep like in my arms like this like she curls up like a little tiny donut underneath my chin and it's really heavenly but it's counterproductive for me because like my alarm's going off and I get to get a bed but she's so warm and snuggly and I just want to kiss her you know I know I know dog life it's a good life it's the best life my dog cannot get close enough to me at night like he always has to be touching me Mm, that's really sweet I I get I she'll be like like at night she'll only lay by my feet really only but like right now she's laying next to me like on like directly on on my thighs which is weird because she never does that she loves you 
Listen, dogs are great snacks. I'm sorry, Kira. Now I'm waking her up because I'm talking about her. All right, go to sleep. I want Kira. Look, she's very cute. You can't even see her. She's Aww. all right. Sorry, guys. It's like really boring ass content that I'm speaking of. All right. Uh, well, we love all ten of you. Oh yes. I, when you said that, I thought like you meant like you love me, like. <laughs> All now, 10 of you, Emily. No, you're going to say like all 10 of my toes or something. I don't know. Ew! I would never say that in my life. <laughs> you know when people are like, no. I love like all like your 10 fingers and toes. Nope. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. Thing. I, people say like, I love you from the top of your head to the tip of your toes. Yes! I'm sorry. No, that was thinking like 10. I don't know, guys. I'm tired. <laughs> Jesse's tired. I'm, think, I'm giving Jesse a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> You're not giving me a foot fetish, girl. <laughs> Labeling Jesse a toe lover. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I don't know why I'm saying these things. You're crazy. I am crazy and tired. I know, so, me too. Time for to sign off. All right. Until next time, we are leaving you on red. On red. Yay.